And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. In a minute, we are just talking about this during the news break. Uh, by the way, covering for Pat Miller on News Talk 1190, 107.5 FM. I apologize, Fort Wayne audience, for not acknowledging you. Uh, we were just talking with, uh, with my producer, Josh. I was like, man, I ran across this very interesting topic earlier today. And, you know, would it be okay if I brought you on to talk about it later on? And, yeah, and he, you're genuinely psyched for this. This is an interesting topic, right? Absolutely, I am. This so, is a fascinating question. And I think we're going to lighten the mood up a little bit because we just, you know, we just talked about a bunch of heavy stuff. And, and it, it's always a, a bumming experience when the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff has betrayed his own country uh, at the behest of the former Secretary of Defense. So, you know, you, you, have to, you have to lighten the mood a little bit. And I found a really good topic to do that that Josh and I will discuss here in just a minute. But first, got to head to the phone lines. Uh, Alex would like to talk to us about the previous allegations against General Milley. Alex, what's going on? Uh, this is Don. Are you talking to me, sir? Don. Why did yeah. you write Alex on there? It says Alex on there. Okay, Don, I apologize. No, 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 we don't pay, we don't sure pay him paid. very much. It's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you get what you pay for. That's the way it <laughs> What's on your mind, man? Well, listen, you had, you had you know, been talking about this subject, and if it was multiple people on the phone, wouldn't that be a conspiracy? Yes. To commit treason against the United States? And isn't there a law that, uh, I forget, it came up during the election, something about, you know, the... No one's allowed to contact them. Yeah, well, there's a there's a couple of different laws that do that. Um, with General Milley, and again, I have a JAG in the audience who's a friend of mine. So he's, yep. a, he's a military lawyer. And he says, because there isn't open hostilities with China, a UCMJ Article 94, basically sedition, uh, would probably apply to General Milley. Now, when you get in okay. Esper, you've got a civilian yep. involved. Uh, and that changes things a little bit. So, yes, there are laws that can be applied, probably a stack of them. You know, probably apply two yeah. or three of them to, to what's going on here. Yeah. Um, but I also think that the other question is, you know, as as Fox News and others are trying to, you know, run cover for General Milley, is that, yeah, Esper might have set all of this up. But again, you can't you can't do this without the president giving you the say so. Okay? You do not have the authority to engage in negotiations and things like that with other countries without the president knowing about it. You, you just don't. And you certainly cannot make them promises about military action. But beyond that, something else I didn't even get into uh, is that we actually have members of the military coming forward and saying, General Milley gave us orders not to obey President Trump if President Trump gave any orders. After right. January sixth, right? They were, he wanted them to to run it through him. Correct, first. which is yeah, illegal. Which, which subverts right? That right. subverts the chain of command. You know, right? and everything that you're into here, yeah, sedition, hundred percent sedition. Um, you know, again, depending on what you're talking about with with you know uh, types of of treasonous things, probably UCMJ would be most ac- applicable there because civilian treason is extremely difficult to prove. Um, but You've got a whole host of laws here that could apply. And again, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm, I got the JAG is on the live stream right now. You could probably tell us. Uh, but this is this is bad. And this goes back. Look, you have to understand something. And I know that you probably know this, Don. But, you know, for everybody else who's listening right now, stack this on top of, okay, illegally changing election laws okay, without using yeah. the legislature in multiple states, right? Uh, ignoring right, totally disregarding right 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 ignoring supreme court rulings prior to the election okay uh, helping to rig said election i'm not saying it was stolen but helping to rig said election um then you go right. back and you've got 
you've got a an FBI that refused to investigate Hunter Biden. You've got an FBI that even though they had knowledge, not just of the laptops, plural, but of him committing a gun crime, say the ATF not investigating Hunter Biden. You go back further and you start getting into the election coup, Trump-Russia collusion. All of this has happened from government bureaucracies. Right. Right. And the Ministry of Propaganda, who doesn't get this information out to people so they can make an informed decision. Bingo. There's another conspiracy in my in, in my by my way of thinking anyway. Yeah. Well, um, and, and, and going to do something. Then. Well, you that's know? that's I just mean, it. You know, you um, I uh, this has never been my my take on politics, but you're at a point now where you cannot vote for Democrats. <laughs> I'm sorry you can't. Uh, and, yeah. you know, it's it, as I've said before, if the Democratic Party of the United States had any soul whatsoever, any credibility whatsoever, Tulsi Gabbard was their presidential nominee. Tulsi yeah, Gabbard is a not. patriot. She loves yeah. America. I disagree with yeah. her tremendously on a lot of policy issues, but I have right. great respect and admiration for her. And if right. the Democratic Party had any admiration for America at all. She would have been their nomination. That ain't the case. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It used to be, you know, I'm 59 years old. It used to be that we had two parties who disagreed about how we got to the Constitution. Yeah, yeah. Now it is not that situation. Yeah, it is definitely not. I wish I wish we were in a situation where we had, you know, uh, a choice between two good people. But you picked one of them based on what problems the country was facing at the time and who had better solutions for those problems. We don't have that anymore. You know, we absolutely don't. We we have a lukewarm one on one side. We have, you know, bat poop crazy on the other. Well, these mandates for these vaccines. I mean, come on. There's no authority for that whatsoever. As far as I understand it, I'm not a lawyer either, but there's no authority. No, there isn't. And he'll lose in court. But everything is designed to take attention off of Afghanistan. He doesn't want anybody talking about uh, Afghanistan anymore. And, you know, a friendly reminder, General Milley is the guy that says he feared a coup on January 6th. Uh-huh. Now, everything that has happened politically here recently, I'm talking about a coup from the political right. General Milley is now the guy who would have put that into, into motion. General Milley is now the catalyst for that. Joe Biden saying this isn't about your freedom didn't help either. You know, the veteran community is outraged right now. The veteran community knows what's going on. Mass resignations inside the military. Um, And if they weren't close to a boog before going on national television saying this isn't about your freedom, our patience with you is wearing thin. Who, who, by the way, there was a a guy, you might have heard of him, Don. There's a guy called Yosef Goebbels who said the same thing about the Jews Back in the 1930s, you know, our patience with sure. you is wearing thin. Remember that? Right. I mean, he said it right. in a different way, but it was the same sentence. So, yeah, yeah I'm just. It's an ugly time. Ugly time. It is. So my it recommendation is. to you is this. Buy many 3D printers, learn how to reload ammo, and buy many guns in different calibers. That's my, that's my recommendation to everybody. Now, I, 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 you know what? I'm, I'm sticking with the two calibers that I have, 762 okay. and 9 millimeters. Okay. I All do right. need to, to learn to, to reload. Man, those, those 3D printers, 
It's beyond me. I'm sorry. Dude, it's, uh, it's, 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 find a four-year-old to set it up for you, man. It's easy now. It's easy. All right. I got to run, but I appreciate the call. All right. Thanks. Thanks a bunch. So, all right. We're going to have a conversation with Josh. I asked Josh a question during the news break and I'm going to ask all of you this question. And then when we come back, we'll, we'll go over where I found this. When was the last time, very interesting bit of trivia I just stumbled upon earlier, just random stuff. When was the last time that a president and a vice president in the United States had relatives who owned slaves? And I thought the answer to that was just really interesting. Uh, so we're going to talk about that coming up, just to lighten the mood a little bit. I know, talking about slavery, lightening the mood. That's not how I mean it. But just to lighten the mood just a little bit, get off of the fact that the chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff is a is a traitor, we're going to just kind of lighten the mood. Just a little trivia to lighten the mood. Not the subject material, Josh, stop it. Just the fact that we're playing lighthearted trivia here. Okay. So here's the question one more time. When was the last time that both the president and the vice president, since this is always talked about in our media, the last time the president and the vice president both had relatives who owned slaves. We'll talk about that coming up on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel, and Newstalk 1190, 107.5 FM. And good afternoon. Once again, Casey Hendrickson here, your friendly neighborhood radio host. Don't forget this Friday, 12 noon, high noon, I will be doing Pass the Mic at The Mont. We'll have drink specials, food specials, come have some margaritas, some beers, some tacos, and the best Mexican food this side of the border. Uh, well, he's in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, I'm from the Southwest, and I, I do love Monterey Mexican Bar Grill, man. I love him. So uh, we're going to do this uh, past the mic again, 12 noon, this Friday. This Friday. So make sure you uh, show up there and, and get there just a little bit early. Not super early, but make sure you get there a little early. Last time we did it at 12 noon, uh, some people had to be turned away. So make sure you get there. Pass the mic this Friday, noon. Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill in Mishawaka, Indiana. All right, so I was asking Josh during the news break at the uh, the top of the last hour, when was the last time that you think both the president and the vice president had relatives who owned slaves? Not that they owned slaves themselves, but had relatives that owned slaves. And I thought this was interesting just because this issue, slavery, race, that always comes up when we do news and political discussions. And I thought the answer on this was really interesting. So, Josh, when do you think the last time a president and the vice president at the same time, same administration, had relatives who owned slaves? When was the last time? It's tough because I think it all it went all the way to Andrew Jackson, but I, I think Thomas Jefferson, number three. Okay. I think that's number three was, on the was list. He, was he three? I have to look it up. I think he was number three. I think Thomas Jefferson might be my last, or maybe Adams, Quincy Adams. Jefferson or Adams? You're close. Am I? You're really, really close. How far? Like, like this live stream people like this much. Oh wow! Like horsefly. You are so close, dude. So close. Who is it? Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Are you? Is this for real? (laughs) What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What? Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. We knew that Kamala's family owned slaves, but now we know that Joe Biden's ancestors owned slaves. Wow, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. Where's cancel culture? Oy, oy. Republicans who have any bloodline to slave owners are ostracized forever by the political left. Where's Whoopi Goldberg? Where's Joy Behar? Huh? 
Huh? Mini Driver? Any other stupid celebrities out there who showed up at the Met here uh, earlier this week? Rich people wearing white dresses with red lettering on it? Tax the rich, right? Right, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? Where's your cancel culture now, you dweebs? Turns, yeah, genealogist. We already knew. Did you know that Kamala's family owned slaves? Did you know that? Yeah, Kamala's family owned slaves, dude. Yeah. You didn't know that? <laughs> I like how you whispered. He, he looks like, wait, she's like half black. Yeah, dude. Yeah, her family owned slaves. Okay, news. How old are you again? Okay, you're 27. All right, news flash, ladies and gentlemen. Now, again, this is like, I think it was in Jamaica, but um, I'd have to go back into her history. I know that they own slaves. I don't know specifically where, but I think it was Jamaica, but don't quote me on that. So, true story. There's this teacher on TikTok because these teachers are so stupid. They live in their bubbles and they post on TikTok about all the horrible things they do to your kids inside uh, school. But there's this teacher on TikTok recently talking about why critical race theory needs to be taught. He goes, it's about teaching what really happened in history and this and that and that and that. And I'm like, yeah, but you're not teaching anybody about Anthony Johnson, who is the black man who is responsible for slavery being codified in Virginia. You know, the capital state of the Confederacy. Did you know? No. Did You didn't know that? No. You didn't know about Anthony Johnson? No. You mean they didn't teach you in public school about Anthony Johnson? Are you kidding me? Casey, I got to tell you, what we learned in school is not what the history really reflects. Oh. I'm shocked. <laughs> Stunned even. Okay. Uh, did you know, and keep in mind, I am in no way blaming black people for slavery. It is clearly dominated by whites in, in this country's history. Okay. But if you're going to teach history accurately, do you think it might be relevant to point out that a higher, uh, a higher percentage population-wise of black slave owners existed in the United States than white slave owners? Do you think that maybe... That would be something that would come up in the grand scheme of your accurate portrayal of history. Does that mean that that blacks were predominantly responsible for slavery? Of course not. Nobody is saying that. But it's relevant to bring up that not only white people owned slaves in the United States and way more African slaves ended up in South America than North America. And it isn't even remotely close. You didn't know that either. I'm blowing this guy's mind over here today. Like, way is not even... I think more went to Brazil than all of North America. It's not even close. See? His ignorance of history is, is why white privilege is so bad. You're the devil, Josh. Pasty white devil. Shame on you. Got more... True story. Uh, genealogist found out that Joe Biden's ancestors owned multiple slaves. Got more coming up. 95.3 MNC. And also covering for Pat Miller today. Sorry, Pat. On News Talk 1190, Whoa, 107.5 FM. <sighs> do I get to play the... Uh, I'm going to have to. I, I don't think I, I can do it now. I didn't have a chance to screen it, but uh, I'm going to have to play that teacher who talked about it. Because I have this other story about this teacher. Because teachers, for some reason, think that going on TikTok and posting everything is, like, a good thing to do. I don't know about that. But Casey Hendrickson here, Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Also filling in for Pat Miller on Newstalk 1190, WOWO, 107.5 FM. Once again, uh, apologize, Pat. Because <laughs> I, was, I was telling the live stream, rumble.com slash Casey, the host, if you want to watch the live stream, I was telling them that, uh, you know, it's kind of amazing. Every time I fill in for Pat, 
I feel like I do at least one segment where poor Pat is putting his head down going, why is he doing this to me? I feel like every single time. So that was the last segment. All right. What do we have here? Israel. Let's, let's take a look at Israel. Um, one of the reasons that I look at Israel when it comes to COVID stuff is because Israel uh, almost fully vaccinated and Israel exclusively used the Pfizer vaccine. So you get a lot of data about Pfizer. You don't get data about Moderna or Johnson & Johnson, which is trash. If you had Johnson & Johnson, sorry, nothing nothing good has, has come from that. Um, but it is always interesting to, to see what happens in Israel. So in Israel, and this has been the trend for several months, they are now seeing a record high daily infection rate. Now, why is this why is this important? Well, because the overwhelming majority of Israelis have been vaccinated. Every adult has. Basically, they got to a full vaccination rate. They have done a third shot for the booster. They are now talking about a fourth. Now, here's this is something that you need to understand. You'll run into a lot of people that will tell you this isn't a vaccine meaning the, the Pfizer, Moderna, you know, the mRNAs are not a vaccine. I don't think that that's helpful, but I understand what they're trying to say. This is not a vaccine that is designed to prevent you from getting COVID. It is designed to boost your body's ability to fight COVID. It's not designed to eradicate COVID like the polio vaccine or anything like that. It is, it's a different type of vaccine. I'm not denigrating it in any way. But it is different technology that does a different thing. Now, I realize that many people were sold on the, the bill of goods that if you get the COVID vaccine, you won't get COVID. The problem is that the Pfizer vaccine is about 42% effective against the Delta variant. The Moderna vaccine is over 70% effective. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine is 0% effective against the Delta variant, according to the latest study that was done on it. So... You have to make a decision. Now, the good news is, is that people who don't have an adverse reaction to the vaccine, who do get a breakthrough infection, tend to have a mild case most of the time. Is that everybody? No, not everybody. But a lot of people, that's that's the case. Now, can you attribute that to the vaccine? Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. Um, you know, it's possible you would have had a mild case anyway. Entirely possible. You know, different people have, you know, symptomatic or asymptomatic and you know, it's important for you to weigh your risk. I don't feel it's my job as a radio host, and, and I haven't really noticed a lot of radio hosts doing this, to come onto our show, crack our microphone, and go, you sh you need to, you have to get vaccinated, or you cannot get vaccinated because you're evil. That's not my position. My job is to give you as much information as possible that is accurate based on the medical and scientific data, not hyperbole, not the not the idiot pundits who go out on television, and that includes Fauci, who has admitted multiple times to lying to you. But if you are going, to, and since most of you have had the Pfizer vaccine, if you are going to evaluate what you're going to do, Israel is a great place to look. It is medically and scientifically advanced as a country, fully vaccinated, three doses, record daily infections are happening there. Because the vaccine isn't designed to stop spreading COVID. It is designed to minimize 
the effects of COVID on your body when you get it, which, by the way, is a good thing. Josh, can we agree that's a good thing? Okay. If you don't have an adverse reaction to it. Now, as we have highlighted here, the research says that if you are a boy aged uh, 12 to 17, you are six times more likely to have a serious side effect from the vaccines than you are from COVID. Because it still remains true. It doesn't matter how many people go on television. It doesn't matter how many people go uh, go out on your social media and tell you that COVID is now killing children. Children are the new victims of COVID. The great news is kids are still fine. Have some kids died? Yes. Not many. Thank God. But the ones who do all have some things in common. A comorbidity or they are obese. I'm not fat shaming anybody. I'm just pointing out the fact any kid that actually ends up in the hospital, in the ICU, because I don't care about hospitalizations, regular COVID hospitalizations don't mean anything. They are completely and totally meaningless. People get overly afraid. They go to the hospital out of an abundance of caution. Those don't count. I'm sorry, they just don't. How many people are in the ICUs? How many people are actually at risk of dying from COVID? Those are the only numbers that people should care about, along with the deaths, of course. And the good news is, is that the kids who do go to the ICU have health problems. Since most kids tend to be pretty healthy, kids are pretty safe. That's great news. That's wonderful news. In spite of all of the fear mongering and everything else. It's funny because they always talk about Texas. That's been the big push lately is Texas is killing kids because of COVID. You realize that Texas uh, right now, the, the number of confirmed infections in Texas public education is less than last year. It's like a, it's like not even a third. It's like a 20% of last year. Okay. The deaths of children in Texas from COVID way down from even last year. And, and last year was low, but they're demonizing Texas right now. You can, by the way, you can look at this. The Texas government has not only the current records, even for kids and all your normal demographics that you get with the COVID dashboard, but they have the archive from last year. So you can go look at last year's data and compare it to this year's data like that. It's amazing that no reporters actually do this. Of course, we know why they don't do that. But go look at it. They're demonizing Texas right now because of the Texas laws and stuff like that. But Texas is actually in better shape than it was last year when it comes to kids and public education. Now, here, obviously, in Indiana, um, I don't know about in the Fort Wayne area, but here in, in Michiana, they've done everything they can to kick kids out of school uh, in order to, to make these mask mandates and the mask mandates in Indiana are tied to funding from grants. And, and so the governor Holcomb had to go out there and, um, and, and basically tell everybody that you're not going to get uh, any of this money uh, unless you, you have kids in, in school and you can't have kids in school unless you have the masks on and, and to make it a little bit easier for you, if you have the mask policy, we'll get rid of the, uh, you know, the isolation policy so kids can be in school, which, of course, is all money driven. It's not science driven. It's not medical driven whatsoever. But um, I feel like every time I'm talking to the Fort Wayne audience, Josh, I have to remind them that Holcomb is not a Republican. Because I know that we get into Indianapolis when I'm on Fort Wayne. Governor Holcomb is not a Republican. You remember that when he runs for Senate. Did Casey say that Holcomb was going to run for? Yes, Holcomb's going to run for Senate. Well, who's going to take his place as governor? That's a good question, Josh. Thank you for asking that. Uh, Senator Braun. What are you talking about, Casey? Yeah, Senator Braun is going to run for governor, and Holcomb is going to run for senator. You remember that? 
You remember that. You remember what Braun said about police officers, and you remember what Holcomb did to your livelihoods over the past two years. You remember that. Please do. Now we also know that about half of the hospitalizations from COVID, and I know that I'm repeating this, but for some people it might be new, that roughly half of the hospitalizations for COVID in 2021, which is Delta variant territory, were not necessary. And as I've told you before, when I had COVID, my wife wanted me to go to the hospital. Did I need to go to the hospital? No. Was I in danger? No. Did she still want me in the hospital just because? Yes. Why did she want me in the hospital? Good question, Josh. She wanted them to stick that little oxygen thing on me because my oxygen levels were borderline. That's what she wanted She wanted for me because she was worried. Was I ever in any danger? Did I ever feel like I was dying? No. And thank God that is the case. But they're going to continue to scare you. And Fauci wants you to have an injection every eight months and take the pills that Pfizer and Merck and Moderna are working on. So you have to take the pills every day. You'll have to take the shots every month. And boy, it sure does seem like a racket, doesn't it? It's kind of like when you buy a security system for your home and you think you're paying one price, but then they come out and you realize, oh, you have to pay per sensor, per camera, per month for monitoring. And then all of a sudden your $59.99 security system ends up being like five grand a year. It's kind of like that. So fully vaccinated Israel with the Pfizer vaccine now considering a fourth dose of the vaccine as they have record high daily infections. How is that possible? It's just something for you to consider as you go forward in all of this. But I'm not telling you that you shouldn't get vaccinated. It's just something for you to consider, ladies and gentlemen. And since nobody else is going to tell you this, I might as well do it. So at least you're armed with the information. Evan C. News time is 449. Time to check out Impress Jewelry Creations, creating meaningful jewelry for the moments that will last a lifetime. ImpressJewelers.com. More coming up. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. One of the greatest songs ever written. Short Change Hero by The Heavy. In Fort Wayne, you're not listening to that. You're listening to some, I don't know, garbage that Pat Miller programmed. But my audience in Michiana is listening to one of the greatest songs ever in the history of mankind. Are they getting our music today? They are? They never get our music. Fort, Are they really? Fort Wayne never gets our music, Josh. Why is that happening today? Nobody told me. All right. You have all been blessed with one of the greatest songs ever written. <laughs> no, man. Every time I've every time I've simulcast on WoWo, they're like, yeah, they're not going to get any of your music. And they're going to do their own commercials, their own music, and, and all of that stuff. They're not going to you're not going to send your music to them. So if you heard Short Change Hero, congratulations. That is, again, one of the greatest songs ever written. I highly recommend you pay for it and download it and support that uh, that amazing group. All right. <laughs> That is the first time. See, I always make fun of it because they always have, like, you know, crap music, like the Beatles or something. And there we go. Sorry, Pat. <clears throat> I'm going to make a custom shirt. My 
My uh, we're we're coming out with the exclusive like the custom like limited edition Casey Hendrickson shirt here soon, and maybe maybe I'm just gonna have you know sorry Pat as the slogan on the shirt. Um, all right, so let me explain just a couple of more things that are happening here, COVID wise. Um, first, a new poll shows 14 percent of vaxxed Americans have dumped friends over their vaccine stance, which means that the rest of you, 86 percent have gotten rid of dead weight in your relationship circle. So congratulations for the rest of you. Uh, soldiers in the military, well, I should say people in the military, because they're not all soldiers, obviously, have three months to get the COVID vaccine or face discharge. There are very few waivers that are there. Uh, Navy football coach has been fired over COVID-19 vaccine refusal. And here's the thing. You civilians out there, you may not get this. Veterans understand this completely. Uh, Do you have any idea how many times members of the military have been injected with an experimental vaccine to adverse effect in our history? Can't blame them for being a little gun shy on this. And Indiana, there are principals in Indiana. This is at realnewsmichiana.com. Principals in Indiana are making spreadsheets of unmasked students. So they have a database of troublemakers. So... It's happening here, so I'm sure it's happening for all of you folks in Fort Wayne as well. I do have to talk about this North Carolina doctor, though. This is really important. We'll get to that here in a couple of minutes. 95.3 MNC and whoa, whoa.